from the Beats Lab at Studio 537. It's another installment of the Two Duder Podcast. That's right, folks. You get double the Duder this week. Welcome back, Curtis. Oh, man. It's good to be back. Good to be back on American soil. I bet it is. Lots of fun. I bet it is. We had a lot of fun. We went down to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Myself, my wife, uh, we left Little Willow at home for a week. Uh, we were there seven days, and um, tell you what, it was gorgeous weather. I don't know if you've ever been to Mexico, Beetle. David, I've never left the continental United States. <laughs> Honestly, I've never been. I've never been west of Chicago. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know if you'd survive down the beach. I don't fly. I'm not a huge fan of not being in control of my own destiny, so uh, I don't fly anywhere. And to be honest, I I just don't really ever ever leave Northwest Ohio that much. Well, we barely got home. We had a little flight issue on the way home. We were going from Cabo to Dallas and then Dallas to Fort Wayne. And that was when uh, all of the storms were ripping through Texas and uh, uh, the tornadoes and whatnot down in the south. And so uh, on our way to the airport about 8 o'clock in the morning, and there's a two-hour time differential, um, we get this notification that says our flight has been canceled. And so then we're thinking, oh, great, how the hell are we going to get home now? So we get to the airport, and it's a madhouse at the airport. Everyone's trying to leave pretty much, you know, going back to the States, you know, and um, a lot of flight. I think there were like 102 flights canceled that day. Um, and so here we are trying to get the, We just wanted to get the hell out of there, you know, and they're trying to book us on different airlines, you know, trying to find different flights. So they managed to find a flight from Cabo to Seattle, which is like a four-hour flight, and then we would get into Seattle around 7. Flight were to take off from uh, Seattle. It's 1040. Now that's Pacific time. So, And then we would fly from Seattle to Philadelphia. Philadelphia to Fort Wayne. So we flew from Seattle to Philadelphia. We landed in Philadelphia at 640 in the morning. All right, and I didn't sleep for shit on that plane. I mean, I don't know anybody that can sleep well on planes, and we managed to get the uh, emergency out and get a little more uh, leg room, but that didn't help. It was absolutely terrible. And so then our layover in Philadelphia was, uh, so we landed, you know, a little before 7, and then we weren't to take off from Philadelphia until 7 o'clock that night. So we had freaking 12 hours in that airport, and... uh God, what a what a terrible travel experience! But as we were walking around that airport, we walked by another American terminal, and it said Dayton, Ohio, and it took off at like ten forty that morning. We walked up there and says, "Is there any way we can get on this flight?" Um, I'm like, "Yeah, we got about sixteen seats left." I'm like, "We're we're jumping on this. Can you switch us over?" So we managed to fly into Dayton. We got into Dayton around noon, and. Uh, Kirsten's aunt Jody came and picked us up was a lifesaver. So we ended up getting home around two that day. So we saved seven hours. We weren't scheduled to get into Fort Wayne until like nine, nine forty that night. But, uh, yeah, I got home about two, I'm sorry, three that day. And, uh, 
managed to get a little napping, but holy shit, was that terrible. <laughs> Worst travel experience ever. Again, had you just went somewhere where you could drive, you could have gotten your car and drove home. That's true. We could have. We, I did look how long it would take to drive from Cabo to Fort Wayne. It was like two days. That's about how long it took you to get home anyway. <laughs> exactly. No kidding. Wow. Well, it's good to have you back, man. I tell you, doing these solo isn't fun. Uh, for those of you who listened to the last episode, I rambled quite a bit. Um, I'm going to tell you, dude, I don't know if you listened to it or not, but it was a straight up stream of consciousness on my part. I did. Um, you did a good job. Yeah, dude. you know, it, I got a lot of compliments about it, but it's nice to have somebody here to bounce things off of. But in today's episode, we're going to, obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about the sad news from from what was yesterday, uh, the passing of Kobe Bryant. We're going to give a little bit of a Super Bowl preview. Uh, we'll talk a little local local high school sports flavor and maybe hit you up a little bit of college hoops. So yeah, let's get on into the episode here. And like I said, uh, obviously the sports world is, is mourning uh, all of the world, not just the sports world is mourning the loss of, of NBA legend. Uh, It's weird to call him a legend, isn't it? Yeah. But you know what? I mean, it's one of those where you, you, you know, it took something, you know, catastrophic like this. And you look back and you're like, damn, you know, all of this. Of course, I'm not a big NBA guy. I was growing up, you know, in the, the bird Jordan magic era, followed it rather closely there. But, uh, you know, after that, I kind of lost interest. And then, no, I mean, Kobe, I mean, if you're looking to the Mount Rushmore of NBA, I think uh, he's on that, you know, for sure. I think for me, calling him a legend is, is strange. And it's only because he's our age. I know, isn't that crazy? I mean, he graduated high school a year ahead of me, which is two years ahead of you. I mean, and I'll be honest, I spent, with him being a Laker and me obviously being a Celtic fan, you know, I spent a lot of not, you know, I did not like Kobe. I mean, obviously, nothing but love, nothing but respect for his game. But I wanted to beat his ass every time. Yeah. You know? Uh, so and nowadays in the NBA, everybody wants to be on the same team. Yeah, and you know? and what's interesting, um, you know, watching the highlights of Kobe, it was that patented fall away jumper, and then and yeah. it with followed by a fist pump, and my most fond memories of Kobe are uh, the 2008 NBA Finals when the cat when the Celtics. Uh, beat the Lakers, um, and then they turn around two years later and and beat the Celtics. Um, but the dude was just a total. I mean, God, he was just a badass. I mean, you knew you didn't want the ball in his hands with the game on the line. If you're rooting for the opposing team, that was the same way with Jordan when we were kids. You know, if Jordan or Bird had the mm-hmm. ball, you know, not so much Magic because he was more about dishing it off. Yeah, but. I put him right up there with with Jordan and Bird, two guys you didn't want to have the have the ball in the waning moments of the game because you knew. And the neat thing about Kobe was, you know, when he was younger, and you know, the Lakers were in the early two thousands when the Lakers were winning, you know, two three titles in a row there. 
everybody thought he only did it because he had Shaq with him, and that may have not, that may have been uh-huh. that may have been. Oh well, yeah, I mean, they... but for him to then win maybe one or two without Shaq, um, yeah, you know, and it's sad. It's sad the way it happened. Um, I know you and I talked a little bit yesterday in our pre-production meetings about. This is one of those deaths, you know, not necessarily even sports, just in general, where you're going to remember where you were when you heard about it. I mean, put it up there with where were you when Michael Jackson died, when Prince died. I don't remember that. Really? (laughs) No, I don't don't remember shit. No, it was Michael Jackson. I mean, or Princess Diana. Put it in at in that and those are things that, that you're going to remember you know where you were and i found this out because you texted me and i thought you were bullshitting me or it was a hoax you know well yeah i was uh i just put willow down for a nap kirsten was uh kirsten was sleeping too because she had worked that night shift and i was just laying down on the couch watching golf and i get a text from shad and it was like a it was a link to the tmz link and i'm thinking what the hell and it was like two or three minutes fresh on the uh, TMZ link, and I'm thinking, damn, that can't be right. And then, sure as shit, you know, I started doing some, you know, surfing myself. And yeah, I was like, wow, that's crazy. You tell me, crazy, I, am, crazy. I immediately go to ESPN thinking they're breaking into everything. Hell no. Right. They've got the Pro Bowl, the freaking Pro Bowl, probably the worst football game of the year on ESPN and well, ABC. And they're not breaking into it. The only place I can find it is Fox News. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, I was reading a lot on it. Then after that, I started, you know, following it closely on the Internet. And it sounded like that TMZ, you know, how they are the celebrity gossip site. They started breaking the stuff before, you know, the family was even notified. Yeah. But that's, you know, no surprise. Well, they lack the journalistic integrity that that even the the folks at the Two Duder podcast have. So, exactly, you know, and that's too bad. It is. It's going to be what the world is talking about for the next however long. Um, I know that they can't. I just read that they canceled the uh, Lakers Clippers game for tomorrow night. Yeah, I saw that, Um, too. You know, I, I did. Uh, I spent some time in the car today. Did some traveling today, and listening to. I listened to uh, to the Dan Patrick show. That's what I listened to today, and that's really, um, you know, every guest that he had on had something to say about him. And mm-hmm. I mean, I think it was you know he had um, he had Reggie Miller on, and Reggie talked about how he kind of mentored Kobe as a, a young young man, and in the in the league and. And then on to Jerry West, who was his general manager, who acquired him. Um, and then, hell, even Michael Irvin, you know, had some things to say. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it is sad. It's the sports world is, is mourning the world. I mean, he was a he was a giant. He was, um, no doubt yep. about that. But uh, oh, let's move on to happier topics. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday is right around the corner. It's crazy because then we're going to hit that dead period of like that sports law. There's like because pitchers and catchers report in two weeks. Oh jeez, <laughs> you wouldn't I say would that, say Beetle. That. I would. <laughs> yeah, I, that's another sport. I just can't follow baseball anymore. Well, before we before we but spend yeah. an entire summer 
podcasting about baseball. You got plans for Super Bowl Sunday? <laughs> no, we're just going to chill out. We got invited to a party, and um, we just kind of like, you know what? No, let's just stay home, chill out. So what you're going to say is that uh, wings the and... other night you got invited to a party, but you stayed home instead? Just you I, and your pal yeah, Johnny Walker and his brothers Blackie and Red. <laughs> Blackie and Red, probably. I'll probably have a quote the poet George day. Thorogood. I George also George don't day. have any plans. I'm gonna just kick back, relax. I might. I like to try to make something, make some kind of food that I find on the internet that I think is interesting. Like one year, I made pizza breadsticks. Uh, pepperoni and cheese breadsticks, you know, I did wings, you know, those are sometimes a go-to. But just the family and I, and we'll just sit back and uh, wife and I like to watch the commercials. Actually, I am kind of interested in the game this year. Uh, We got the 49ers and the Chiefs. I was wrong on my pick, by the way. I think I picked the Packers and the Chiefs. Um, But surprise, surprise, I was wrong. Um, So... I checked the line. The line is Kansas City by one right now. Um, I'm done gambling. I, <laughs> I think this is going to be a – I don't know how much of the playoffs you've watched, but I think this has the opportunity to be a really good game because I watched the Chiefs really struggle and then just freaking pour it on in their last two games. Um, and the Niners, they can just straight run the football. They run it right up your ass. Yeah, where'd that running back come Which from? Which one? Oh, what the hell's his name? The one that came out of, uh, oh, well, it just had the Monson. Oh, yeah. What was that? See, folks, we're talking about two guys who really don't follow the NFL here, so we don't, <laughs> we're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants here. Um, yeah, so I think I think we're looking at a, a, the potential to be a, a really good game now. We've had to happen before where it, ends up not being um i think it'll be neat for patrick mahomes if he can pull one off here i like patrick mahomes um patrick mahomes's dad pitched for the mets back in the day yep. um i knew yeah, you'd pull that out i, would. I was reading some stuff that said there. that it talked about some of the older the older mets players retired since retired players were talking about how he used to as a young man when his dad a young i guess a, almost a toddler when his dad pitched for the Mets, he would be out trying to shag fly balls during batting practice. I thought that was neat. Now, when was he with the Mets? I want to say the early 90s, like 93-ish. Oh. Okay, so he wasn't back on like the 86 team and whatnot. With no, no. He was on the crew with the, the worst team money could buy. Um, Bobby Bonilla was on that team. Bobby Bo Bobby was on Bo? that team. Yeah. When's Bobby Benny a day? July one. I think 1? so. I try not to pay a whole lot of attention to it, but but yeah, greatest investment ever. With all the Super Bowl talk, I started thinking about you know Super Bowls past, and you know a lot of times I think of fun memories of the Super Bowl. But can you think back to the first? What's the first Super Bowl you can remember? The first Super Bowl that I can remember, and I'm. I'm it really jogging my memory here. When was the, um, maybe it's the highlights that, I, that you see all the time, but that, uh, 
was the Dwight Clark catch? What, what year was I that? I believe that was 84, was that? but that wasn't the Super Bowl. Okay, no, I wouldn't have remembered. No, that, yeah, okay, that's just highlights. But okay, first, okay, then their first true memory would probably be like the the Bills and uh, the Bills and Giants years, you know? Like, uh, I remember the, uh, the, the, the Norwood uh, wide, wide right. I think that's like my first true memory of the Super Bowl. First true. I'm going to back you up about four years on mine because the first Super Bowl that I ever remember watching would have been, uh, I think it was Super Bowl 20, which would have been in January of 86, which featured the famed 85 Bears. Oh, see, I don't remember that game. For some reason, that's the first Super Bowl that I remember watching. I'm sure as a kid, I probably, and maybe it's because my parents let me stay up and watch it, I remember. I remember we went to our neighbor's house, and (laughs) I believe my parents were probably getting ripped, and I was, you know, just enjoying the, because the 85 Bears were such a fun team to watch. You were probably getting ripped, too. Don't don't kid yourself. It probably was. Now that I think about it, I can see me sneaking some Bud Lights off in the corner somewhere. But uh, that's funny. I, I figured I figured you would probably have went with something a little. Uh, you being, uh, I remember you were a, a freaking bandwagon Bengals fan back in the late eighties. I 80s was a bandwagon with the bandwagon. Icky Woods. Yeah. I, I thought you were. Gonna, I thought you were going to go with that game. But I don't remember the game. Though. I just remember the the the, the last play when. Montana through to John Taylor. That's I remember it um, because again, those 49ers teams were fun to watch. And you know, I kind of I was really into the NFL as a a preteen and into my teenagers. I got I was really into the NFL. Um, about the time the Cowboys were starting to become relevant, and uh, every year I rooted for the NFC team. So whoever's representing the NFC, that's that's who I that's who I rooted for, and I didn't like how everybody was. I remember I was maybe in fifth fifth or sixth fifth fifth, fifth grade that year, when the when the Bengals and the Forty ers played, and and everybody was closet or bandwagon freaking Bengals fans, and I wanted the Bengals to lose so bad. Now I don't know if you have a favorite Super Bowl memory, but I do. No. And again, it goes back to that first Super Bowl that the Cowboys won. It was uh, Super Bowl, what was that, 28 maybe? 27. When the Cowboys beat the Bills 52 to 17. Now, as a youth, the Cowboys were freaking terrible uh, up until they drafted, <laughs> they got the first pick, drafted Troy Aikman. The big Herschel Walker trade, which brought all those picks to the Cowboys. And I just remember that game because it seemed like pregame was like six hours long. And that game was played at the Rose Bowl. And I I remember pregame lasting like all day. And I thought it was the coolest thing. The coolest thing in the world. What year was that? I I want to say it was... It was either the 92 season or it was in 1992. I know I was in seventh right. grade because I got the really cool Super Bowl. Remember the T-shirts they used to make with the caricatures? And, yep. I, and I got a really oh, cool yeah. shirt, uh, a really cool Super Bowl champion shirt. And then they turned around and won it the following year. I think they won two out of three. 
No, they won three out of four. And your boy Jimmy Johnson. My boy Jimmy Johnson's going to the Hall of Fame. Hall of Hall, Hall of Fame. Yeah, I was pretty. Uh, I I thought that was neat the way they did that. Uh, they did it for Bill Cowher too. They came on air and yeah, yeah. Because I, I saw that one of my episodes. I was podcasting. Yeah, I think it was an episode I was doing by myself, and Jimmy Johnson was crying. <laughs> I don't think I ever went back to why. Were we doing that episode together? And so was your boy Troy. Yeah, Aikman Troy was obviously it. a little emotional, and I don't know why, but those guys obviously know why. Um, obviously know why. So do you have a pick for the game? You know, um, I think, and who'd you say was favored? The, the Chiefs, uh, yeah, Kansas City's favored by one. Oh, well, I'm a big, I, I want Andy Reid to win the Super Bowl. I really do. I like Andy Reid. He's been through a lot. and uh, um, I, th- I, I personally think that, I think San Francisco's going to win the game, though. Um, they're playing really. What'd really you do? Tough. Figure I, out I who just, has the most know, Buckeyes, and you're just gonna pick that team. <laughs> oh yeah, they got they got the the defensive rookie of the year on oh, their team. Boy. Here we go. <laughs> oh man, no, that's not the reason. That's fine, man. You take the Niners, I take the Chiefs. You're probably gonna win because I okay, can't seem to. Deal. I can't seem to get one right. Yeah, we're going to take a little break here. Let's hear from our friends and good friends at Anchor. We'll be back. You're tuned to the Two Duder Podcast. We are back, bro. Back at it. Back at it. I don't have any stats on last week's episode. I forgot to write them down. I think I had what? I think I had normally I give, you know, I talk about the the podcast itself and, and, and give a little bit of uh, love to our listeners. Uh, nobody tweeted at me. Still not getting any love on Twitter. No love. No love. People won't bitch that we don't have the podcast and then they don't give us any love. <laughs> it's just the way shiz goes. So, yeah, let's... Uh, uh, interesting little local local news bit. I mean, that I found interesting. I think you... I know we talked about it a little bit too, but the... The Green Meadows Conference, uh, looking at some, some, what do you do, call it realignment, or do we? No, we don't even call it that. Uh, they, the conference uh, executive board voted Holgate High School, longtime conference member, voted them out. Yeah. Um. I do know it had a lot to do with football. Holgate, Holgate has been a perennial school that struggles with numbers, especially in football. And Holgate wanted to drop out uh, of, of football for, I don't know how, I don't know if it was an indefinite amount of time. Um, but I think, and I, and this is just my personal opinion. I think it had more to do with uh, the, the way they, the way they dropped out of football with like two or three weeks to go until the season started last year. They dropped left everybody to, hanging. Yeah, just kind of left everybody hanging. People trying to fill hanging. their schedules. Yeah, and I can't imagine what it was like for these ads. And maybe, you know, maybe we get Dave Blue on here sometime. Maybe he can tell us what it's like to try to throw a schedule together like that at the last minute. Um, I know I, for one, if I was in the ad position, I probably would be pissed off. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so Holgate drops to the the the, the latest fad for these schools is to go to an football. Yeah, it's eight man, which I still don't understand. I haven't looked any of that up. I mean, I, know um, they do I did. It's numbers, it's, but... it's a sh- it's a shorter field. Interesting. It's eight on eight. It's a shorter field. Well, how long is the field? Um, then what's the what's the? What I don't know if it's shorter field or but it's not as wide. I think that's I think that's what it what what it is. I don't know how that's. I mean, there's less bodies to run into each other. Um, I don't know. Does it does it uh, limit the injuries? I guess I don't understand. Well, eight man. I mean, I'm assuming probably you know a lot of that has to do with it. But uh, you know, if your numbers are down, you know, because let's just say you got you know, what, what were they fielding like like twenty kids one year? Hell, they may even have less. The, than I mean, I remember looking at the football preview for the last few years, and it's like they have two rows of kids. Yeah, um, exactly. It is. Um, I'm reading right now that the field width is typically reduced to 40 yards. A normal uh-huh. field is 53 and a third. 53 and a third. Um, right. Most states continue to play on a 100, 100 yard length. Some have opted for 80 yard. I don't know how Ohio does it. Um, uh, I don't know if this is the future. Uh. Um. Again, is I don't know if it's because of injury that this eight-man football is 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 becoming more of a more of a I'll call it a fad. Um, uh, no, you are you're seeing a lot of it. You're seeing it. I, I just saw where it uh, is big. Uh, where it was it out in Texas? Which surprised me. You know, if it's a pure numbers game, um, you know, Texas is obviously a big. Uh, but you know, I, I I think it just comes down to. You know, you look at the you look at the schools that are you know just dropping out of football together. I think the numbers are just dwindling. Kids aren't going out for for the sport anymore. Um, I think your your bigger cities, yeah, you'll 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 do fine on that. But your smaller towns, your smaller burgs, I think, will always struggle with the numbers from the numbers aspect. You know, aside from the MAC, you know, uh, they're, they're I mean, those guys, I don't know how the hell they do it, but they're perennial powerhouses and get you know 70 to 80 kids out every freaking year and going and these aren't big towns but uh no i mean hell they're smaller than hicksville you know here's something interesting that i'm just looking at california kansas and nebraska are it's big in all in those three states oklahoma a little bit texas is is big in the six-man football wow Uh, these stats that i'm looking at i don't know what they're dated um, but Texas has 234 six man teams, dude. That's a lot. Hmm. That is a lot. Um, so yeah, so the, so the big state though. So the GMC dropping down to seven teams. I don't know when it's effective. I don't know if it's obviously not this school year. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick on that either. Pick up on that. I didn't, I didn't read the article. I just read um, the headline. So who do you think? Who do you think steps in? Who's or will they? Will they stay with that number? You probably. I mean, I don't know if you can. Or, I think they. I, mean, I, I no think idea, they, but, I uh, think they will look to add geographically. You've got, you know, who I think is the favorite, and I told you this earlier that I think it's Paulding. Um, geographically, mm-hmm. that works because they don't. You know, you, you're not. There's Wayne Trace School District is between 
them and every, you know I mean? We're not having to skip another school district. Whereas if you added somebody like Eden, you got to go through Edgerton to get to Eden. Um, you know, I don't, you're not really crossing anything. Uh, you're not extending, extending the travel anymore. Whereas freaking Holgate, it felt, it feels like is, is eons away from everywhere, but Ayersville. Um, so from a travel standpoint, I think Paulding is probably the more likely, um, but Paulding it makes sense, sense, but I could almost see Eden, Eden, Eden's a small town. I could see them, their number, football numbers dwindling down and they could end up going to a, to right. an eight man. Um, I would think Paulding, I know yeah. you had mentioned, you had mentioned Paulding potentially Montpelier. I I just read that somewhere. I can't remember where someone threw that name out. I, I don't know if that'd be a good fit either. Well, Montpelier, who Montpelier, who their number, their just overall enrollment numbers, I think, went down because if you remember when we were in school, they were in the the mighty NWAL, and they were you know, they competed. They were always too. they were good in every sport. Yeah. How the hell did they compete in that league? Which. Is huge. I mean, with Wasion, Brian Archibald, Patrick Henry, Liberty Center. Just mm-hmm. how did they, how did they compete in that league? I'll never know. Uh, they're playing in the what are they in now? Is it the yeah? Are they the, is it the is it the TAC? No, they're st- I, I I think they're still no. In the they dropped out of the NWA. Yeah, I'm are positive. You sure? They are in the TAC, the Toledo Area Athletic Conference. Okay, which. The only, I don't know I who's all know in that. that league. Um, I think it's like your like, oh, I think Cardinal yes. Strips is in there. You got those like, um, oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm not one hundred percent sure, but uh, you know those northern leagues. I don't know if um, like is. Oh, who's the, and then the, I think they go into Southern Michigan uh, as well. They actually don't. I believe. Believe it or not, they Eden don't. and Hilltop are both in this. So I'm assuming that maybe just in uh, okay. just in football, yes. So here's the deal: Eden, Hilltop, and Stryker are all in this conference for football only because they're all Buckeye border conferences. Uh, wait a minute, this same this the website I'm on says that Montpelier is in that league for football only. Okay. Oh, oh, that's because right. Montpelier. For every sport except football is in the BBC because the BBC doesn't have football. And the BBC is like what Fayette and Fayette, uh, Pettysville, North Central, the is it yeah. there, North Central, the schools that. Oh, actually, and I think that's just where I think that's where Holgate went. I think they they went did, and and house. you know Holgate has been a, 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 a I don't want to say a powerhouse, but they you know they've got a lot of rich tradition in basketball. Um, so I think that they'll mm-hmm. fit in. They'll fit in okay there. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't realize that Montpelier is just there for football only. My wife's nephews play. They go to Emmanuel Christian in Toledo, and they're in it. Is they're in it, but school? they don't have football. So you got Cardinal mm-hmm. Stritch, Eden, Emmanuel Christian, Hilltop, Maumee Valley Country Day, Montpelier, Northwood. Ottawa Hills, Stryker, and Toledo Christian. Hmm. With obviously the our local, the more local for us, the Eden Hilltop, Montpelier, and Stryker being football only. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, 
I don't know. It, it didn't surprise me when I read that, but then I started thinking, I'm like, well, who are they going to, who's they going to fill the void with? And, you know, first thing I thought it was Paulding, you know, they were originally in the GMC. So, and like you said, it only makes sense geographically, but you never know. You never know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who else you could see something strange happen. Um, they should kick Fairview out. <laughs> Folks, I live in the Fairview district. Let them kick them out. Yeah, you got to watch what um, you say, man. We talked a little bit in our pre-production about how Paulding used to be a member of the of the of the GMC. I'm wondering when they left. Um, I just looked that up. They left in 1974, and then they added Edgerton in 1975. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for the Green Meadows Conference. <laughs> That's hilarious, isn't it? Notable athletes. <laughs> Matt, Matt Horman. Uh, yeah. Read that Matt one. That Horman, Antwerp, 1991. Second team practice squad. Younger brother to stand out five sport athletes, Chad Todd and Jason. <laughs> <laughs> How about the uh, Alex sumo wrestler? Oh my wrestler. god, that is hilarious. Chris Hinchcliffe is on this list. Yeah, I bet you he put that on there. Same with Chris McDonald. Yeah, you know what? At one time I edited this yeah, and put I you and I too. on it, but somebody must have taken us off. That's a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> I don't, you did? I don't remember. Yeah, you probably lasted that. a day. But there are some interesting, you know, Ryan Radcliffe is on here. He deserves to, obviously. Denny Stark and Chad Reineke and uh, uh, Bruce Brenny. Hey, you know who's not on there is Volk. We got to get the Volkinator on there. I'm going to edit this page tonight. I'm going to sit down and do it. I will. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that, what, what, uh, what goes on. Yeah. Um, with with that we'll keep our, we'll keep our eye posted uh we have our i have our uh, uh local celebrity uh lindsey keys who is the the color uh, sorry the the analyst for 1057 the bull is my gmc insider for the two duder podcast um i haven't told him yet but i think we're going to appoint him as uh give him correspondent status um so yeah um Maybe he can give us some some insight into the uh, um, GMC uh, void filler and potentially pull. Well, I will say that whoever. he is an active listener, so hopefully, maybe just maybe we can get him on here. We can all three all ride right. majestic translucent steeds. <laughs> we might have to call it the Three Duder Podcast. I know we you might get, have to. You get Todd and, involved, you know. and it, it's a party. So, I know we said we were Absolutely. going to talk a little bit about college hoops, but I'm running on a little bit of a time deadline here, and I am too. Uh, both of our teams are not good right now in basketball, college basketball. Oh, no, we. <laughs> no, Buckeye started out so hot, and then man, they hit a freaking uh, wall. Friend of mine, Lucas Nye, big Buckeye fan as well, tweeted. Uh, a, a month ago, how it was so nice to have the Buckeyes relevant, and I, I quote, I replied to his tweet. <laughs> Somebody needs to let Lucas Nye, the party guy, know that uh, it's December. 
So, and the Irish are just not good. <laughs> uh, the Irish are struggling. Actually, they had a good game against Florida State the other night. Uh, Mike Bray today was fined uh, 20 G's. 20 G's. 20 G's. I saw he that. Went what the hell off, did he went uh, on a tangent about how the ACC doesn't like Notre Dame basketball because they're not a football member. Again, I'm going to call this the conference episode. Oh. Unreal. Yes. So that'll do it for uh, this installment of the Two Duder podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and we'll try and do better the next time. We out. Yeah.